Welcome to Rise Resolute. It is my pleasure to have Robin Smith on the podcast today. She is a competitive runner. She is the owner of Specialized Timing. She's a mother and wife, and she has a really incredible story to share with us today. So welcome, Robin. Hi. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. If you would please give the listeners a little intro on who you are, Robin. Hi, everyone. My name is Robin Smith, and I currently live in Superior, Colorado, and I own a timing company. We time marathons, um, marathons, 5Ks, like mostly running races, Um, and I own that with my husband, Ori Smith. And he is also, my husband also coaches me, and I'm a mid-distance runner, and I run the 800 on the track, and he will soon be moving our our running group and our timing company to Southern California. Yeah, that's just like a little rundown of me. Um, awesome. We talk races and run races. <laughs> Very cool. We love that. And a plug for Southern California. I'll be happy to welcome you. You're going to love it. So. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, as per usual, for you all, my gritty listeners, we will start off with a quote. And this is a quote that Robin has selected that's meaningful to her. The quote is this, my motto was to always keep swinging, whether I was in a slump or feeling badly or having trouble off the field, the only thing to do was to keep swinging. Hank Aaron said that, and we are now going to find out how that quote applies to Robin's own personal journey. Robin, I know you and I spoke before we started recording, and you let me know that you actually haven't talked a lot about these challenges you're about ready to share with us. So I really appreciate your willingness to open up and share in the hopes that it will reach out and lift someone up who might be going through a similar struggle. So if you're willing, please lead us through a couple of the challenges that you faced. Um, I've had, like, like a lot of people, I've had a lot of struggles um, throughout my life, you know, especially in my my 20s, you know, that very transitional time in your life when, like, everything's up in the air, you don't know who you are, what you want to do, and that's kind of when it all started, um, but I think the two struggles that really have marked uh, my life the most was recently, um, in 2017, uh, my uh, husband's father, uh, he committed suicide, so that was a really big um, impact on our life is um, shocking, um, and we still we still deal with that uh, today. We deal with it every day, and then not long after 2017, which was the bad we call it the bad year, um, was 2019 um, February of this year. Uh-huh. Uh, my sister, my little sister, died of cancer. Uh-huh. Um, she had Ewing sarcoma, and she she died at 30, like so young, and it was just. I still can't believe um, that happened and I'm like dealing with it right now. And like, I was just saying that this is the first time that I've actually kind of like said it out loud to anybody and it's on a podcast. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know that's so brave. It's so brave of you. And I'm, and I'm so grateful that you're sharing this though, because there are so many people out there that are struggling through these same situations and it's just important for us to connect to one another. And I know you're not through it yet. Grief is a crazy I lost my mom um, 11 years ago, and there are still waves of grief and sadness that hit me. Yeah. Um, 
it's not easy, but um, I really think that when we can connect with each other and we can kind of carry each other through the hard times and we know that we're not the only one going through these situations, I mean, it can make yeah. such a difference. So thank you for being brave, Robin, and sharing sharing that with us. And, um, you know, if you're willing, let's talk a little bit about it and, you know, sort of how you're getting through. So feel free to talk either um, about either situation as we go through this. I know that, the, sure, that yeah. your sister's death is still raw, really raw, I'm sure. <laughs> Happened so recently. But um, do you feel like there was something within you or, um, that was already there that you had to develop as you were kind of navigating through these challenges, Robin? Um, you know, I honestly, when I look back, I think that I've always had everything inside that I've needed. Um, I've always known somehow, even when I was young, that I, when bad things happen, you just, you take one day at a time and you don't look at the overwhelming big picture. And a lot of times I just felt like I didn't really have an option. Like all there is to do is just take one day at a time. That is so completely true. Take one day at a time. I think if we look at all the days that may stretch ahead rather than just the day in front of us, it can be so overwhelming. So Yes, that is super powerful advice. And there was something else that I really liked about what you were just saying. I asked you if you had something within you or something you had to develop. And you said that you always knew that you had everything inside. Um, And I think that is a beautiful statement. And um, I told you I had some quotes lined up too that I would weave in. And it reminds me of a Rumi quote. And the the quote is um, that the inspiration you seek is already within you. Just be silent and listen. Um, And I, I, you know, I think that that's very powerful that we do have strength within us that we sometimes don't even know exists, you know, when we're faced with these struggles and we have no choice but to tap into that inner strength. So I really like that piece. Um, Yeah. And I I agree with that. Like we don't have a choice. Like we just don't know it's there. Absolutely. It's amazing to find out how strong we are when we're faced with something like this. And in hindsight, we can see that we had that strength within us, uh, but sometimes we don't realize it at the time. And so, Robin, is there is there something that you wish you would have known at the time, back in the beginning when it first happened and you were trying to process that initial loss Because I know from my personal experience, when the initial loss happens and we're faced with this incredible pain, we can think to ourselves, I can't go on, or maybe my world is going to stop, or how am I going to possibly find a way to get through this? You know, I know that that's how I felt when I lost my mom. I thought to myself how I felt like the world should stop, you know? Um, And so... But I wish that I had known at the time that, you know, out of that situation would come an inner strength that I could then use later um, in my life, that it was part of my journey. Yeah, well, actually, it's exactly what you just said. Um, When before she died, like, um, like last November, I thought like to myself, I'm never going to be the same. I don't know how I'm going to get through this one. Oh, my God, like what's going to happen to me? And it happened in February, um, February 2nd, and I'm still okay. Like, I'm still running. I'm still competing. Um, and I think at the time, when before she died, I thought, like, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to get through it. But then I realized afterwards that all you need is support from the people around you. 
and you can get through anything and you don't have to will yourself to get better. You don't even have to be better. It's just that those people who are around you and in your life, as long as they are supportive, you can get through anything. And I truly, truly believe that. Oh, that's awesome. I just got to chill when you said that. Um, all you need is support. That is so fantastic. And that's it's why true. we are doing this podcast because we want you listeners out there who are going through struggles to know that you're not alone and that it's okay to ask for help and reach out yes. and use your support network, you know. Um, so along those lines, I, you know, speaking of support, were, were there specific people that helped you along the way? Um, or do you maybe remember something specific? that someone said to you, Robin, that was really powerful at the time? Yeah, and I have to, I've mentioned my husband throughout this, and I have to mention him again, Ori. Like, I don't know what, if this didn't happen um, when I was married to him, I don't don't know what would have happened. Like, yeah, I am, I do think I'm I'm a naturally strong person, but as strong as we think we are, like nobody can go it alone. You just can't. And I it took me into my thirties to finally learn that. Like I always thought, like, oh, I can do all of this alone. I'm completely fine. I don't need anyone. And that's not true at all. I've always, you know, you do crumble when you're by yourself because everything will eventually get to you. And my husband, um, I think, because his dad had died so tragically in 2017, and he was traumatized from that. He knew how to be there for me when my sister then died. Um, in 2019 and so I think what I think us going through these things together and knowing what it feels like I think that has helped me get through it um, and vice versa so I think that's incredible and you know another great statement there by you as strong as Mm -hmm. we think we are you know no one can go it alone and so you know and we don't have to Um, And it makes such a big difference when you have someone there who can support too. And then I also really relate to the piece that your husband was able to support you because of the struggle he had gone through, you know? And so there's something really uplifting about knowing that once you push through a really difficult situation in your life, in fact, I was just talking to a girlfriend about this yesterday. She lost her dad tragically to cancer um, about a month ago. And we were talking about how, you know, really the, the, the silver lining, if there is one at all, is that these struggles prepare us to then help someone else, you know, to be there, know, to understand. I was just thinking about that the other day. It's funny you say that. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's very powerful. And I'm, I'm so glad that your, your husband was there for you and you guys were able to sort of navigate navigate the, yeah. the death of your sister together. Um, go ahead. And I just wanted to add one thing. Like... And it's just, it keeps, I feel like these things are happen, and they are bad in, in and of themselves, but it enables us to keep, as you just said, like paying it forward. So my, what happened to my husband, he helped me through this difficult time because he knew exactly how I felt. And this happened to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you went that through that. So now I feel prepared and relatable to anybody else who goes through that, goes through things like this and it happens it happens to everybody at some point, you know, and, and we coach athletes. So like, I feel like I'm, we're prepared to coach our athletes in a way that's emotional and supportive because we know how it feels and you have to, we go through these things to pay it forward. I believe I'm just expanding on what you just said. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's really cool that you have that approach to training athletes. Um, I think it's really important to see the whole person and kind of understand all the, all the messiness that, 
comes with life, you know, it's not simple and it's not easy. And, you know, I, I feel the same way when I'm treating patients, I'm a physical therapist and, you know, you can't just look at the injury. Um, there are so many other layers to, um, a person's pain symptoms or, you know, whatever it is they're going through. Um, and, and also, you know, so many different components to training and understanding an athlete. And so I think that's very special. So, um, when we get to the end of the podcast, you'll have to let people know how to find you all because it sounds like you're doing some amazing things. Um, I think that's I think that's pretty incredible. Um, so, do you have words of encouragement specifically? And you've already given um, a lot of encouragement, Robin, that you might offer other women um, or anyone going through a similar challenge or, or um, you know, a death, a loss of a loved one. Yeah, um, and I'm gonna. I just want to reiterate it. Like, make make sure. And I know it's hard to make sure, but I really hope that everybody has people around them who support them because if again, if you have that support. You can get through anything, and like I feel okay. I know this stuff is really bad that just happened in the past few years, um, but I almost feel like it's more bearable having support than all of the tumultuous times in my twenties. And I mentioned my twenties because they were hell, <laughs> so I mentioned my twenties were like the worst. Um, but I didn't have any support to even go through the things, and so it almost feels better to have. Worse things happen, but have that support. And if that's one thing I have to say, um, that's the biggest. And the second is that, and I'm talking to all of you women out there, all of you moms, not not moms, it doesn't matter. It's not over until it's over. Ah, you're right, it's it nice. is not <laughs> over, I repeat, until it's over. And don't let anybody tell you. That it's over after 30 because it's not. It's not over. Those are great words. I'm it. seriously like, I am like crying a little bit, Robin. That is awesome. Um, I know, you're gonna make me cry. Everybody's gonna cry on the podcast. That is so true. And, you know, I was wanting you to touch on that a little bit too because Robin didn't start, you were 32 when you started competitively running. Is that right, Robin? Uh, well, I just, I had the twins. I was like, oh my God, I need to get in shape. Yeah, yeah. Because my stomach, you know, I mean, obviously we all know, but, um, I was like just trying to get in shape and then I started running and my, my husband made me run. He like forced me to run <laughs> because he knew I was like, for to like mentally deal with having twins because you know, you know, it's like really hard. Yeah. And he's like, no, you need to go for a run. And he like made me get out the door for 15 minutes and then I just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And then we realized like, oh, I'm, I was at like 70 miles a week and I'm like, I tried to run a few 5Ks. I did terrible. And then I ran on the track, and I ran, like, a 232 for my first 800. I was like, I cannot believe I just did that, like, after Amazing. childbirth. It was only two two years ago. Um, yeah, and, and then I got better. Last year, I ran, like, 222. I improved, like – or, I'm sorry, last year I ran 223. I improved, by like, nine seconds. Um, this year, I haven't improved a lot. I've only improved by – I ran 222 this year only because – I think I'm dealing with a lot, but I'm just going to keep moving forward and see what happens next year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not over, and my body works, and your bodies work. I promise if you have the support and you don't give up, I believe in you. I do. Oh, I, I think that's so great. And, you know, I think another piece that's important to touch on here is, you know, you, you keep uh, 
you know, reminding us how important support is. And so I think for anyone listening, you know, just remember to nurture those relationships in your life and make time for the people you love and the people that make you feel good um, because those are going to be the people that have your back, you know, when, when you are faced with your struggles. And so, and also, you know, on the flip side of that, when someone you know and love is facing a struggle, be there for them. Take the extra step, you know, make the extra time to reach out um, because really we, we truly do have to carry each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you don't always, you don't always have to give advice either. You just have to listen. That's right. Yeah. You don't have to say a word. Yeah. You just sit there. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, well, fantastic. Um, you know, I, it's been a pleasure talking with you, and I know that the, yeah. this message is going to get out and, um, you know, and reach some people who are going through similar struggles. So I really appreciate you sharing a very raw and, um, you know, difficult um, situation in your life, Robin. Um, and I also know that you've told me about another significant struggle that you'd also like to discuss in the hopes of reaching others who might be going through something similar. So I will be so happy to have you back on the podcast. So listeners, definitely stay tuned for the next episode with Robin. But until then, I would love to encourage people to follow you because I think obviously you have a unique approach to training, um, you know, and also you'll be in Southern California soon. So let us know how can we follow you? How can we follow your company? Give everybody those details. Okay, my um, we have a few Instagram accounts. My personal Instagram account um, is uh, Robin Zara R O B I N Z A H R A, and that's just like of me running and like what I'm doing. Um, my husband, um, my coach, uh, we run Track Republic. That's our um, our team, and that's who I run under. So that has its own Instagram account, Track Republic, and then we have our timing business which is specialized timing, but will be S-V-E SoCal. So S-V-S-O-C-A-L. <laughs> and I think like when you just go through Instagram, you can get in contact with any other contact information flows from that. But yeah, Track Week Public, Robin Zara, um, S-V-E SoCal. So yeah, awesome. just follow us. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. And I just want to leave the listeners with one final thought. Um, and that's this, um, if you're struggling today, if you are going through a struggle, listeners, it is not over until it's over. Listen to Robin's powerful words and just get out there and keep swinging. Right, Robin? Um, just keep swinging and we believe in you. So thank you so much for being on the podcast, Robin. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And connected, we can rise.